All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this. Uh, let's start off with a little recap. Uh, Nicki Minaj, again, she's the one who put out that tweet, you know, do your own research, pray about it, you know, make sure you get the vaccine for you and that you're not being bullied. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Nikki. Yeah, you know, let, let's go a little bit. Let, let's pick through that real fast before I jump into this bullshit. <laughs> all right, so... <coughs> Oh, wow. Excuse that. So again, gang, I'm all for being your own medical advocate, right? Nobody knows you better than you, period. And I straight up, I'll tell you the exact same story that I tell everyone else on this topic. Again, I I suffer from chronic pain, right? Nothing like two decades worth of football to make you feel nice, sexy, and vibrant, right? My back is always hurting. My back is always hurting. And I'll probably say 15 plus years ago, I had pain so bad, gang, I literally wanted to die. That, that's not metaphoric. That's not poetic. That's not an analogy. That's not hyperbole. I wanted to die. I think the first three or four doctors dismissed it, right? I think doctors like two through four were like, ah, kidney stones, just before what you're describing, you'll be all right. Rub some dirt on it. Gang, then I still remember my ex-wife traveled for a living. Fridays were the best days of the week because I got my wife back. I never was late. Could not wait to see her. Gang, the pain was so fucking bad. I was about a half hour late to the airport. Could barely drive. And again, wasn't like me. So she's, you know, calling me and I told her I'm in the car. I literally cannot move. I, I'm, I feel like I'm dying. Guess what? I was. Long story short, gang, she was like, let's go to the hospital. I was like, nah, I'm good to go. Besides, tomorrow's the OU game. And she was concerned. And we, we made a deal. If I made it through the night and I felt better, she'd let me sit and watch the OU game. Otherwise, she's like, I'm taking you to the hospital. Well, guess who ended up in the fucking hospital? This guy. And I was like, ah. You know, they'll find something minor. I'll get a shot, go home, right? What time is it? It's 12 o'clock and no, you still sucks. I'll be able to watch the game. Yeah, no. Gang, when I checked into the hospital, one doctor took one look at me, heard my symptoms and said, he's not going home, right? He, I'm checking him into the ICU. You know what it was, gang? Kidney failure. And he literally told my wife, if you would have brought him in just a couple of hours later, you would be burying this guy. He's dying right here in front of your fucking face. Gang, nothing is like feeling your body shut down while you are still inside of it, right? So my, my point is, that, well, one, all those other doctors completely dropped the ball. Two, if I was not my own best advocate, I would literally be dead. But there's a difference between that and what's going on here with the fucking coronavirus. Right? Again, she's like, make sure you do your own research. Okay, so what? Again, your ability 
to, to Google some bullshit is not a replacement for a medical license and two decades worth of study and work in the related field. So, okay, you, you get the fucking uh, the, the medical report. Doesn't mean you possess the necessary skills to interpret that information appropriately. Then she was like, you know, make sure that you pray about it. Okay, in other words, just sit in a room and don't do a fucking thing. And then the whole, you know, make sure it's your decision and don't be bullied. Gang, stop it. Your ability to run words in a sentence doesn't mean it makes sense. <coughs> Excuse that. Nice cough. No, I don't have the corona. You, you, no one's bullying anyone to take the fucking vaccine. I told you, you don't have to take the vaccine. But you also can't make us hang out with you. You, you don't have to take the vaccine. But then you can't also turn around and scream about how your First Amendment rights are being squashed. You don't get to share the same public space with those of us that do. Right? Uh, they're sports venues, music venues. They're like, we're going to open back up. We are. We're going to entertain you, but you have to show us that you are vaccinated. And then, of course, you know, the hardcore Trumpligans are comparing this to Nazi Germany because, yeah, that's exactly what Hitler did. Gathered up people by the millions to give them free health care that would only extend their life, extend the quality of their life. Shut the fuck up. So everything Nikki said was full of shit. Now, to really get in on what she talked about, she made the claim, excuse that, that, what was it, her, someone that she knew took the vaccine, then guess what? He couldn't get his dick hard. Then guess what? His fiance left him because they were engaged to be married. That was kind of redundant because I said fiance. That's kind of fucking implied. Robert Reed, shut the fuck up. Okay, first and foremost, if that story's true, I severely doubt it is, gang. But I'm not going to sit here and call her a liar right off the bat. I don't know. But if your fiancé leaves you because you can't achieve liftoff naturally, that's got nothing to do with you. That's got to do with your fucking fiancé. I mean, they get the exact same scientific method, the exact same medical community <coughs> that is working overtime to squash the coronavirus is the exact same community that gave us Viagra. Every man on the planet right now is literally one pill away from having a dick so hard Simone Biles could do an Olympic routine on it. <clears throat> so You know what? God damn. I just, fuck me. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. Damn, I got gravel in my throat. <clears> throat> but again, it, if your fiance leaves you guys because, you know, you can't get your dick hard naturally, that's got nothing to do with you. That, that's on her or him. Yes, I realize a vibrant sex life is essential for every fucking adult relationship. Otherwise, you just have a friend. But again, your fiance leaving you because you can't get your dick hard? Give me a fucking break, Nikki. Right? But more to the point, gang, as I belch, hashtag unprofessional. 
Again, I said in my previous episode, correlation versus causation. She 100% failed to link the two. All she did was put it in the same fucking paragraph. He got a shot. He can't achieve liftoff. Therefore, no, that's not how it works. But again, it, again gang, boys, again, that's not on you. That's on that fucking person. That's not your uh, defect. That's theirs. They can go fuck themselves. But where the fuck was I going with that? No, yeah, back on topic. Okay, so gang, the reason why the Trinidad uh, medical community didn't jump right on that is because they actually did research. I saw the video and dude came out and he was so polite, but he was basically saying there is nothing. They did research. They could not find a single case that she was talking about where someone went to the hospital and claimed that the virus shot gave them impotence. There there was nothing to substantiate what it is she said. And this dude literally had to come out and waste time to, to put that fire out. And he said, there is no research, none at all, not even some misguided paper written by a fucking doctor who got their license revoked. There is nothing that links the Corona uh, vaccine to male impotence, right? <clears throat> and again, gang, the reason why this is important is I've said this a million times over. The internet makes everyone's opinion valid, right? Again, if I launched a, a website, I guarantee you I could have a thousand followers within two hours. If I said <clears throat> the coronavirus gives you nosebleeds. Then, again, one person's joke is a million people's fucking battle cry. You know how many people are now going to start to believe that? Too fucking many. And we've got people doing the dumbest shit. Ever mic'd it? I think I finally pronounced that right. I looked that shit up. <laughs> Goddamn, gang, why am I coughing so much? An unscripted drink. Where the fuck? Oh, we got people taking horse and cow dewormer. You want to know why? Some study in India, right? Again, when did we start taking our lead from fucking India? Again, nothing against our brothers and sisters and family over in India. But isn't this America? (laughs) Aren't we the biggest and the best at everything, right? Because I'm proud to be... Shut the fuck up. When did we start taking our medical lead from fucking India? Again, again, this is the ultimate example of it's not that I have to be right. It's that your monkey ass has to be wrong. And they found some set of slap nuts who wrote a paper about ever Mike didn't, you know, working on the human body. So no assholes are literally going to feed stores to own the libs, suing doctors, actually. I saw a, a story on it. Went in for Corona, <clears throat> said, you're going to give me Evermictin. The doctor's like, no, I'm not. So they sued. You got to be fucking kidding me. Then I read yesterday that people are now gargling with iodine. 
Again, assholes, your ability to look shit up on the internet does not make you right. Again, you own a lawn maintenance company. You are not a doctor. But now we have to waste time. And every 100 people who follow this fucked up ass advice literally kicks our recovery date back six more fucking months. So this qualified doctor from Trinidad had to get on TV, gang, <clears throat> and literally distance Nicki Minaj's statements from reality. And again, we, we have no idea <laughs> what that one statement did. And you think I'm bullshitting. Just keep reminding yourself, we are literally having to talk people out of getting medicine from feed stores. These are the exact same geniuses. That, that's the reason why we have stickers <clears throat> on hair dryers. Hey, don't use this in a shower. And some of y'all just laughed. But you know good and goddamn well there's a number of people every year who fucking do it. And this is why we cannot waste time debunking stupid shit that comes out of the mouth of Nicki Minaj. Now, gang, the ultimate reason why this set of slap nuts made the hit list again today, Fox fucking news. <clears throat> Seriously, gang, what's, what's wrong with Uncle Bobby's throat? At this pace, I'm going to be fucked up before halftime. All these unscripted drinks of Hendrix. Be <laughs> back on topic. The slap nuts over at Fox News, gang. Again, it's not that I have to be right. It's that you have to be wrong. They did a story on Nicki Minaj because apparently she got put in Twitter jail. And you know what? She should have. Enough with spreading this COVID false information. But what the fuck did Fox News say? That her First Amendment rights are being trampled on. Oh, that's a Republican buzzword. The First Amendment. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and Truth, let's go. Again, it's the same reason why when fuckface Candace Owens went to, um, can't remember the name of the place, but it was a private uh, testing facility for COVID. And you know what they told her? No. Get to step it. You seriously have made all of our lives that much harder. So no, you don't get preferential treatment. You have no idea the damage you've done, the potential lives you've taken. And now your monkey ass wants to march in here because you're Candace Owens. And think you're just going to get a test in private. No. And they literally told her monkey ass to go to a fucking kiosk that does testing in a back alley, then sends the test to another state for the fucking results. Hold on, buddy. Where are you going? Oh, uh, the Q-tip is a little fucking daredevil. This fucker's turning. Hey, he's actually Matt Murdock, <laughs> the dog without fear. Fucker can't see, and he's already trying to jump off the couch. He's up, buddy. Nicki Minaj, I think that's where I was going with that, with the Candace Owens fuckface analogy. Yeah, your First Amendment has not been trampled on. Please notice how your monkey ass did not go to jail, Nikki, Candace. Again, you are allowed to say whatever you want. 
but it does not mean your monkey ass is free from consequences. Candace has been popping off at the mouth because, of course, she found some fucking internet doctor that, that satisfies her preconceived notions of what's right. And she's made this whole fight of that much harder. Nicki Minaj, who I know nothing about. But again, she's sitting up here saying, yo, again, even hinting towards this shit, gang, is a detriment. Again, you think I'm bullshitting? Just keep turning on the fucking news. Go, go Google COVID deaths. How many people have died as a result of getting a hold to some fucked up ass information? You got to be more responsible than that, Nikki. But again, her First Amendment rights were not being trampled on. Again, whether you realize it or not, when you get on a social media platform, you have to sign on the line that is dotted. And the TOS, the terms of service, they apply to everyone. Apparently even the President of the United States. Y'all remember when Trump got his ass snatched up? Again, your freedom of speech Nigga, no right is absolute. Not even your right to life. Not even your life, your right to speak. Not even your right to work and earn money. None of that is absolute. But again, Nikki got on there, and whether again, whether you realize it or not, you have to click agree. And part of that is you can't fuck up. And it is up to Twitter to decide on whether you fucked up. Again, Trump did nothing but spew poison that fueled the insurrection on January the 6th. Now, if you're shaking your head and you don't agree, please go fuck yourself and unsubscribe. I do not want your audience. I told you, I will get to your argument right after I debate the third grader on the validity of nanny nanny boo boo, stick your head in doo doo. Trump sat there and this is exactly what he did. He fueled the violence, not just the four years in the White House, but fucking everything he put on Twitter. Nikki, people are dying as a result of fucked up ass information. And you just contributed to that. So no, your First Amendment rights in no way, shape or form were being trampled on. And again, oh, oh, another Republican buzzword. Hold on, you know what time it is, shit. Mm, delicious gin and truth. Let's go. <laughs> shit. Where the fuck was I? Uncle Bobby's little scatterbrain gang. I've, I've been averaging at like a 12 midnight wake-up call for at least the last four or five nights. I am fucking wasted. Where the fuck was I? I know I was talking about fucking Nicki Minaj. Now let's just start right over. Fuck Nicki Minaj, right? Again, oh, I think the First Amendment. I think. But yo, again, your 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 ability to speak does not free you from fucking consequence. Oh, big tech. That's where I was. Right again. They're all that's why I took the drink. The whole big tech thing, like fuck. Was that what we were calling it just two years ago? They're not out to get conservatives. They're just not. And actually, more to the point, you know how I knew this story was fucked up, gang? is when Fox News, this is the second clip I've seen of Fox News coming to the defense of Nicki Minaj. Again, uh, gang, just so you know, my mom, my grandmother, 
never even got out of elementary school. By today's standards, people would call her dumb as shit. But she has proven to be one of the smartest people I've ever met. <laughs> so fuck your formal ed education. Omar always used to tell us, when you lay down with dogs, your monkey ass gets up with fleas. If Fox News is ever defending you, I order my, what, what, what did you fuck up? Because that's all they ever do is defend the most fucked up ass shit ever. And again, this is why this shit is political. I actually had a disagreement at work the other day, uh, Tuesday. Because I said, this bullshit going on right now with Corona is political. It is. And this person disagreed. As like, the fuck it isn't. Again, Fox News doesn't have to be right. It's that you have to be wrong. It, it, when we are defending people's right to spread false information, that isn't just false. It's not my opinion. You know, pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. That's just a fun Twitter debate. Nicki Minaj is part of that group spreading information that is lethal. And no, this isn't some fucking slippery slope. Because again, it could be your family member that is next. It, to, to sit here and literally defend... Yes, the First Amendment protects the forms of speech that I don't agree with. But like I said, every amendment has a safety net. Again, I'm allowed to get up in the middle of a fucking theater and scream out loud how much I love my mother. But what I can't do is get up there and say, I'm about to drop a bomb in this bitch. Everything's got a fucking safety net. And these tweets have been proven to be lethal. Again, go look at the laundry list of conservative uh, podcasters and shock jocks. Shock jocks. <laughs> Literally. In January, they were writing a song called The Vax Man. They were laughing at the severity of COVID. This is no worse than a bee sting, blah, 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 blah. That was in January. In March, they're dead. How many people have followed that lead? This is what I'm fucking talking about. And Fox News is up here defending Nikki fucking Minaj. She's indefensible. Her words are potentially lethal. Again, if I would have told, uh, pick something other than Corona. Ah, uh, fuck. You know what? Let's go with what I have. Chronic kidney disease. That's serious, gang. Now, again, I told you, I'm fucking Wolverine up in this bitch. I'm like my dad. You cannot explain what's going on inside of my anatomy. Again, with as much as I drink and the pills I have to take for my mental health, I literally should be dead. My liver enzymes, perfect. I look like someone who doesn't pop a single pill, no, just drinks water. I said the word drink. Subject, uh, subjective, uh, what? <laughs> I just suggested I have a drink, so I did. It, 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 again, it's serious. CKD. I, again, I, I am a freak. Do not follow my lead. Do not follow my lead. Do not follow my lead. But if someone had chronic kidney disease, almost died from their kidney, just saying, yeah, we're done. 
And that person said, and you knew somebody, it was like, oh man, I've got chronic kidney disease, stage three. I'm on fucking dialysis. I'm on a transplant list. I'm going to go to Callahan's feed store and go get a horse medication for my fucking CKD. You know what you would say? What the fuck are you doing? You would stop me if you were any kind of fucking friend, right? But again, this virus is a political fight and it should not be. It will eat the inside of a Republican just as easy as it will eat the insides of a fucking Democrat. And so why Fox News continues to do what they do? I'm getting ready to say, I don't know, but I do know. It's because Biden's in the White House. Again, he, I, yeah, I did say this over Twitter, right? Again, Biden can literally say the best way to combat the flying shits is to drink Pepto-Bismol. Fox News, OAN, Newsmax, Madison Cawthorn, Lauren Fuckface Bobert, the Cro-Magnon man, Marjorie Taylor Greene, all that fucking cavalcade of intellectual emptiness. They will all get up and they will start to tell you, do not touch that Pepto-Bismol. This is medical tyranny. Do not let that live. Go out there right now and shit on yourself in public because that's what patriots do. It is political. There is nothing that a Democratic White House can do that these assholes aren't going to say, again, not looking for a conversion. Just like, yo, I'll give you that. That, That's a good idea. We should have shop mandates. It's for the greater good. It's for the public safety. But no, they're going to sit here and they're going to dig up all the bullshit they can. Again, to wrap this portion up, because I'm looking at the clock and we're about to go into halftime. You don't have to get the shot. You can absolutely sit there and think that Nicki Minaj is right. I I strongly suggest you don't. I would don't take medical advice from people who don't have a fucking medical license. And right now, some of y'all are already talking about this Internet doctor that you found that agrees with you. Uh, What was that term I learned? Confirmation through consensus, right? When you've got 500 fucking doctors who all say this is how you should beat this virus, how you should beat this disease, but you find 50 who disagree, you go with the 500. Could the 500 be wrong? Absolutely. I told you before, there is a reason, (coughs) excuse me, why it is called the practice of medicine. These people are giving you their best educated guess and right now someone is about to talk about the stats on doctor errors you're right they do make mistakes but you know what they don't keep stats on patient errors how many people have diagnosed their disease over WebMD and did not wake up the next morning right so again to, to wrap this up gang What Nicki Minaj said was proven to be fucking false. Fox News, again, is turning into something that it's not. This is not a political issue. This is not a constitutional violation issue. This is how many people can we get to see tomorrow? And you would think 
We would all be on the same page, but we're not. And that's what's frustrating. And that's why I'm doing 900 fucking shows on this. You can still be a hardcore Republican and wear a mask. You can still be a hardcore Republican <clears throat> and back vaccine mandates. Right? Again, and you know what? L let me be fair. Because the person I was having this discussion with on Tuesday was alluding to, you know, hairy armpitted hippie women, you know, who were anti-vaxxers in the 70s and the 80s. And I told her, we're not even talking about that. I'm talking about right now, but you know what? For the sake of fairness, you can still be a hairy armpitted woman who's a hippie and take a vaccine. This does not take away from your person at all. <clears throat> all it does is help everyone around you. Is it perfect? No, but it is a layer of protection. Again, when you know it's raining outside, you use an umbrella and your monkey ass wears a raincoat. Are you still going to get wet? Yeah, sure. But it is a layer of protection so you don't get fucking soaked. That's all this is. Another layer of protection. Gang, if you can, if you are eligible, if you don't have a medical exemption, a legit one, get the fucking shot so that we all, so that we all can turn the page. Gang, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. black damn already i just belched hashtag unprofessional gang i just saw something on my twitter uh timeline and it's actually a great tie-in to kind of the meat and potatoes of today but there was an image i saw and it was from that uh the slave uh history museum my brain is completely farted someone actually sent me that information sorry if you're listening i fucked up but there's this, inc this statue, and gang, my words are going to do this no justice at all. So hit, hit my timeline so you, so you can see what it is I'm talking about. But, oh, fuck, it, it's this statue of this African slave, a woman, and get, her neck is shackled, her ankles are shackled, her wrists are shackled behind her back. The shackle that's on her neck, there's a chain on it. And it's like she's tied to a tree like a fucking stray dog with rabies. And she's in this incredibly powerful physical stance. Almost a lunge, like she's getting ready to break free from those 
fucking chains. And, and the stance was as equally powerful as it was painful. Again, I, you got to see it. I, I'm doing it no, no justice. She just looks so fucking strong, right? And in front of her was an actual black child, a little girl. And the little girl is in this squatted stance and her eyes are just fixed on this statue. That caption to that one was, I wonder what's going through her mind. Now, when I retweeted it, my comment on it was, if this is not a powerful image, then I don't know what is. And getting the response, it only had a handful of responses, but there's one response that really stood out in my mind. And one of my followers responded with, these are the statues that need to go up. Not the fucking image, uh, the statues of Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis and all these other fuck faces. You know, they're, they're looking all stately and shit. They're on their white steed with their perfectly pressed outfit, their sword at their side. And what do we always get to hear, gang? Right? My favorite one is, well, you can't change history. And again, every time someone says it, I'm like, are you blind? I mean, Buddy can see that I'm a middle-aged black man from the fucking South. Do I look like someone who wants to change history to change the outcome of the Civil War? That right there just tells me you're just kicking bullshit-ass talking points. Right? But again, they're right. And I would tell them, we can't change history. But we put statues up to honor people. Right? I mean, fuck, that's why you have Martin Luther King Boulevard. And right now, there's some asshole who's getting ready to say, well, should we take his stuff down? He cheated on his wife. Okay, you know what, fuckface? Stop it. If you're going to put infidelity on the same plane as slavery, you don't get to stand in on an adult conversation. You're, you're too stupid. And I don't have time for you. Right? And besides... Now, besides, the main point is these statues were put up after Reconstruction. They did it to intimidate newly freed slaves and their supporters. But again, the, the comment was spot on, gang. These are the statues that need to go up, not of Robert E. Lee. Because you're right, you can't change history. And the reason why y'all are jerking off all over yourselves talking about how great America is, is because you're not reminded of how shitty we once were. We were built on the foundation. That lady, that powerful African princess, that queen, the mother of us all, chained like that and still was so fucking powerful. That lady built this country. Not your fucking founding fathers, right? Go fuck yourself. She built this fucking place for free. Those are the statues that need to go up. So you fucks can sit here and finally get, especially when I was a kid, maybe it's a little bit, no, well, definitely not in Texas now because you can't say anything bad about Texas. Right? This, is, this was standard education when I was a kid. 
African slaves came over to the United States. They whipped a couple of them, called a couple of them niggers. Then some guy named Martin came along, had a great speech. Next thing you know, it's all good. It's all gravy, baby. No. Take down those fucking Robert E. Lees, Jefferson Davises, and all that other bullshit and put up the actual fucking factuals. Maybe we can start growing finally. Again, you're right. We can't change history. So if we're going to talk about it, let's say what really fucking happened. Every time you put one of those statues up of one of those white racist assholes and you make them look, again, fantastic and full of honor, when all they would have done was to beat the black off of my back, rape my mom, kill my dad, sell off my siblings. You have to go to a museum and pay money to see the actual statues of what slavery really looked like. You walk down any fucking street in the South and see statues of these racist assholes for free. So to wrap this portion up, gang, yes, that right there was the tweet of the fucking millennia. The real statues from the Civil War that need to go up are those. Black people, again, you can watch your fucking roots and Queen and Amistad once a year. Go fuck yourself. This country needs a daily reminder of where we came from and not that fucked up ass side. Let's start telling the truth. The African slaves, that woman is all of our fucking mothers. We all came from her bosom. We all came from her body. She is all of us. Start putting those statues up. If you really want to fucking talk about the past, then let's start having an honest conversation. All right, gang, we're about to go into the meat of today. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. All right, gang. So I saw some bullshit earlier in the week, and it just really stuck with me. Because Uncle Bobby hates stereotypes, racial ones. And it was, inter- in, it was an interview between fuckface Larry Elder and the Bedwinch, the Coontress, Candace fuckface Owens. Now I'll dig off in their ass here a little bit. But gang, these two and a whole bunch of others, I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. This is your coon squad. Gang, the, the coons make all of our lives harder. And when I say all of our lives, gang, I'm talking about not just my Negro family, but our white allies. Again, every time we try to take a step forward, gang, fuck me. How many times have I told you all this? The number of times I have been told to my face, why can't you be like, just insert coon there. You know what we need to do, gang? Let Uncle Bobby define a coon for you, right? And actually... uh, uh, just hit me. So the best way to do this, you guys remember that cartoon from the 90s, Captain Planet, right? And it was like, <laughs> what was that in the beginning, right? Earth, fire, water, love. By our powers combined, Captain Planet, go planet. Y'all remember that shit? 
Do you guys know that Oprah, Win- no, Oprah Winfrey, do you guys know that Whoopi Goldberg was the voice of Gaia, of Mother Earth? Kind of appropriate. But the best way to describe or define what a coon is, it goes a little something like this. Self-loathing, self-hatred, Stockholm Syndrome. Our powers combine, Captain Coon, go Coon! Gang, these fuckers, again, if you were just to write down a transcript of a Larry Elder speech, a Jesse Lee Peterson speech, people like that, and yet no context, you just let someone read it, and they're like, oh, this is real fucked up. And and then someone said, you know what? Strom Thurmond said that. David Duke said that. Richard Spencer said that. Jeff Sessions said that. You know what she would say? Oh, yeah, I can see that. No, then they're going to fuck around and they're going to tell you a black person said that and your response is going to be, holy shit. These people, again, if they get paid a dollar a speech, gang, that is exactly $1 trillion too much. These people are paid to go out and parrot white supremacist talking points. They make all of our jobs harder. Because again, that is the standard of black. The coons are there to make racist white America feel good about being racist and white. Again, they're not going to get me, right? They're not going to get fucking uh, Roland Martin. They're not going to go get some strong African queen or king. Because you know why? We're going to make them feel like shit. We're going to check them. Like, yeah, no. No, that's not how the shit's going to go down. Right, you need to face the fucking dirt that you're standing on, motherfucker. Seriously, right? Actually, the coons—they're the ones that are going to sit here and tell you, "Don't put up the African slave uh, fucking statues. Keep Robert E. Lee." Right? But what's the thing about Robert E. Lee? He was morally conflicted. Go fuck yourself. Again, that revisionist history bullshit. He was a brutal slave owner, and even if he was morally conflicted, I don't give a damn. That's like giving the rapist props because at least he used a condom. No, it doesn't take away from the severity of the fucking crime. I don't care how morally conflicted you are. You owned and you beat and you killed slaves. And you fought for the side of the Civil War that wanted to maintain that industry. So I don't care. I do not care that he was morally conflicted. He wasn't. But the coons are the ones that make fuck faces feel good about defending Robert E. Lee. Again, all of our jobs are made harder because the standard of black is low. It is pathetic. It is sad. Right? Again, they're the good ones. <laughs> they would have been the house niggas. Again, all they do is make white racist people feel good about their attitudes and the words that come out of their mouths. And I speak for lots of my brothers and sisters in the Negro community. When I tell you things like, I've been told to my face, why can't you be like dot, dot, dot? Because dot, dot, dot makes that racist asshole feel good about being a racist asshole. And oh yeah, I can't be racist. The Hodge twins said this. I can't be racist. Candace Owens said this. Right? And so again, we're going to jump into just a handful of examples, gang. I've already done a show on this. (laughs) I need to do another one. Because again, this is a very dangerous topic, whether you believe it or not. Right? Right? 
And so the, the first one's up. I'm just going to take a sip. I like to drink. The first one up, gang, is fucking Diamond and Silk. Seriously. In what morally infected universe are these two idiots? Uh, in the last four years, you cannot have a legitimate political conversation without bringing up the names Diamond and Silk. Again, you would not trust these fuckers in any other realm. Why are they, quote-unquote, legitimate political commentators? They're not, right? And again, do a little homework. Look them up. They, they, it's not an excuse. But, gang, this is what they were built to do, honestly and truly. Do you know what their parents did for a living? They were religious snake oil salesmen. They were. These were the people selling anointed oils and anointed claws and shit like that. Claws and shit like that. Can you guys hear me opening up batteries in the background? My mouse just died. Uncle Bobby needs to fix that. So, again, that's all they've ever known is doing this fucking shucking and jiving routine to make money. And, again, I don't care if they actually believe what they say. Other people bite on it like it's the fucking truth. And again, like I said, in what universe must we live in where these two are anything other than literal sideshow freaks? And I do not use that term lightly, gang. Right? And I remember, uh, fuck, it was, um, so they got their start. It was at a Trump rally. Shocking, right? And they did it on purpose. They, they, they broke away from the Democratic plantation. Y'all remember that fucked up ass talking point? I hate that fucking talking point. But they broke away from the Democratic plantation, right? And they were making these YouTube videos, and it caught the eye of conservatives. And boy, what a great representation they were, right? Well, Trump invited them to one of his rallies. And gang, I bullshit you not. He got up there and he introduced them and, you know, doing his Trump sales pitch bullshit. And the last thing he said as he introduced those two women were, come on up here and do a little routine. Now, if your ass did not clinch up right now, then you don't know the historical the significance of the phrase, come do a routine. Gang, that is, whether you realize it or not, incredibly fucking racist. You want to know why? Let Uncle Bobby tell you why. Because long before the days of iPads, iPhones, high-speed internet, smart TVs, and all this other shit, after a hard days of work, and by that I mean black people working themselves with a fucking bone on the plantation, after dinner, slave master would be like, nigga, come here. You go on down there and uh, get your fiddle. Come up here and entertain me, right? Do a little routine. You know, one of them, you know, the little sand dance. The other one plays the fucking fiddle. There's actually historical reference behind that. Whether Trump realized it or not, yeah, he, he would have been better served just saying, here are these two niggers. They're going to talk to you. And they got up there, gang, and I'll be good goddamned. And this is my enormous problem with these two assholes. They got up their gang, costume, jewelry, fucking big Wolverine-like fucking fingernails and shit like that. Uh, fucking finger snapping, neck rolling, and fucking frosted hair. 
black women, do we wear frosted hair anymore? Wasn't that the late 90s? At best, the early aughts? If you don't know what that is, look that shit up. Look up like Tony Braxton and shit from the 90s when I was in college. Right? And again, all this finger snapping and neck rolling and all this other bullshit. And the reason why I've got a problem with that gang is, again, when I first saw them and I made a comment on Twitter. And I can't remember exactly what I said, but boy, did I draw the ire of black Republicans. And they use all the fucking talking points about, you know, what, they can't be black free thinkers? And it's like, you know what I've noticed? The definition of black free thinker are the blacks that agree with hardcore conservative white talking points, right? And it's like, you know, breaking free of the Democratic plantation and you can't expect all black people to be uh, Democrats. And it's like, you're right. But that's not what this is about. And they just went in on me and I give one lady credit because we actually had a conversation. And she said, you know, and there is, there is. We just can't all vote Democrat, right? It's just the Democrat. And I told her, I was like, lady, I'm an independent. And I agree, right? Democrats, if you want the black vote, you need to work for it. I told you how I get down. I do not care if you squat or stand to be. I don't care if your color is red or blue. I don't care if you like elephants or donkeys. If I read what you stand for, and I think you're going to do the most amount of good for the most amount of people, I'm going to vote for you. That's just the bottom line. And I told her, I agree. You shouldn't just go vote Democrat because you are black. We are not a monolith. You, if you got an educated reason why you are a Republican, knock yourself out. But I told her, my problem is the image they put forth. Again, when they were at that Trump rally and everyone was laughing, I told that lady, yo, they weren't laughing with Diamond and Silk. They were laughing at Diamond and Silk. Diamond and Silk, they are part of the reason why people like me we get called white, that we sound white. Again, if Diamond and Silk could articulate an actual politically based reason why they vote for Trump, I won't agree, but I'll be like, okay, because you're right, we're not a fucking monolith. You do what's best for you, and I'm allowed to disagree. But my problem is they are not political commentators. They're sideshow freaks. And after I told her that, she, her response was, yeah, you know what? I grew up being called white as well. As like, that's my problem with Diamond and Silk. They put forth that image that this is black. And again, those white people in that audience, they were not laughing with Diamond and Silk. They were laughing at Diamond and Silk. But these are the coons, right? Again, in one of their uh, famous talking points, was Obama was president for eight years and he didn't do a damn thing for black people. Now, they never once said what he failed at, but they just, that's their talking point. And again, it's one—it's the antithesis of what it is I've always told y'all. No movement gains traction unless its antithesis joins in. I can sit here and bellyache all I want as a black man, but it's not going to be until my white family joins the fight with me that I'm anything more than just a complaining ass Negro. And that's why I say the coons make all of our jobs harder.
my white allies, they make your jobs harder too. Because when you step up and you say, yo, you need to start coming correct. You know what the, that white person is going to do over there, the racist one? I'm like, I can't be racist. Diamond and Silk said that. That's why I say they make all of our jobs fucking harder. Right? They present this image of what black is supposed to be. But again, it's never Barack Obama. Right? It's never Michelle Obama, the most educated first lady we've ever had. Two Ivy League degrees. That lady just got her goddamn PhD. That's never the standard of black. You know what it is? Diamond and silk. And I remember watching an interview one more of these two fuck faces. And I'm trying to remember. Let's just get an unscripted. Now we're going to script this one. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Troop. Let's go. It's goddamn. Watching Castlevania. Shit. This is a real fucked up ass anime game. I did not think uh, vampires could be more fucked up. Run, mister. God damn. It makes, you know what scares me about this? Someone sat down and wrote this. It's like the movie Seven. so I won't watch it anymore. Some asshole actually sat down and thought the most fucked up way to kill someone in accordance to the seven deadly sins. Because this is way more than just, you know, dragging, blah, blah, I'm going to suck your blood. No, this is some real fucked up shit, gang. Holy crap. But where are we going to it? And so I remember this one fucking interview with these two idiots, you know, crotch rotten shower mildew. And the topic was something along the lines of uh, the first daughters. They spent time with Harvey Weinstein, had an end, something like that. The problem with this conversation, gang, and the reporter who was interviewing him was trying to defend the first parents. You know, it's something like, you know, well, I don't know if they knew. I don't know if that was, you know, widely known knowledge back then like it is now. <clears throat> and again, I can't tell these two bastards apart. So Crotch Rot, you know, chimed in and said something along the lines of, you know, and wait for it. You know, well, you know, a mother's intention should have kicked in trying to say intuition. And that's what Crotchrot said. You know what Shower Mildew said? Mm-hmm. Right? Pursed lips, snapped her fingers, right? No, rolled her neck. Gang, let me tell you something. When your partner that you're interviewing with says the words intention versus saying intuition... No, not even the word. When your partner grunts the sound into itching, when they're trying to say intuition, your response should not be, mm-hmm. Your response should be, girl, I think you messed that word up. You were reaching for intuition. Her response should have been, oh, thank you for that correction. Gang, the problem with that is that is the standard of black. This is why, again, I, I said this long time ago when they were uh, still part of the Trump administration, and yes, they were. They were his, you know, off-the-payroll fucking cheerleaders. If you put Dr. Michelle Obama in an auditorium right next to crotch rot and shower mildew, exact same kickoff time, exact same length on their speech, 
exact same money on the tickets. You would have a longer line to go see crotch rot and shower mildew than you would have. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. Than you would to go see Dr. Michelle Obama speak. I promise you guys that. That's what scares me. And this is the standard of black. And that's why I was telling that lady when she, they, she was part of that group that jumped me for jumping on Diamond and Silk. But again, one, they, they are the standard of black. And that's what fucking pisses me off. Again, when, when people, when they don't say much anymore, because again, I, I think I have chewed every person out at work who's ever said this to me badly. When I get told that I sound white, I was like, you know what? All I did was to complete a simple sentence. You simple-minded bastard, step your fucking game up. I am in possession of a Bachelor of Science degree from the University of Texas at Austin. One of the most recognized names in all of fucking American colleges. I'm, I'm a history minor. I read well for a black guy. What were you expecting me to say? Right? So again, they sadly are the standard. And that's what pisses me off about them. But more importantly, they are coons. Because every time I or one of my fucking white allies, we stand up and we're like, yo, this is what time it actually is. That other side of the white family, they get to lean on the diamond and silks. They get to lean on the fucking Candace Owens. We are making progress. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. But our progress is slowed the fuck down because, again, for every five steps forward, we take one and a half to two steps back because we got to pick someone up off the fucking coon train and try to move them forward because we sadly, gang, we fucking need we don't want them. (laughs) Right. We may not need them, you know, at the cookout. At minimum, we need them to shut the fuck up. All right, gang, I don't want to rush the next one. So I'm going to go into uh, the third quarter here. So, gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Again, all right, gang, I didn't want to rush this one. I wanted to dedicate enough time and focus on fuckface Larry Elder. He's the reason why I'm bringing up the coon train again. I think I did mention this a while back. So there was someone at work, and there was an article, I get or a headline, was it the Washington Post I'm trying to remember? And they said that Larry Elder was the black face of white supremacy. Now, this person is a Trump supporter. She and I don't agree on shit, socially or politically. 
So it wasn't a shock that she told me that one Larry Elder, of course, and I've heard this before, he's a proper representation of the African-American community. Wrong, mister. And she thought it was racist. No, it wasn't. They, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but she thought it was racist that they would write that headline about Larry Elder. And then someone else called him a coon. And she told me how much she did not like the word coon. Well, this is a white lady. I don't know if you know this about Uncle Bobby. He's a black dude. So yeah, I'm going to fucking weigh in on it. I don't give a shit. And I told her, one, he is the black face of white supremacy. And two, you want to know why he's being called a coon? Because he's a fucking coon. Again, I would not trust this man for shit at all, not even a little bit, nothing at all whatsoever. Again, if this fucker is able to sneak in to the fucking cookout, again, right now, every black person knows what I'm getting ready to say, right? Wait, while we're trying to do the fucking electric slide, his monkey ass is trying to knock out the Cotton Eye Joe. Right, have you ever done the electric slide? How does this song begin, gang? Right? It's electric, right? That's a battle cry. Everyone is running to the floor. Every the moment you hear that, it's electric. Then you got that little nice beat. Everyone's running to the floor. What's someone like fucking Larry Elder doing? His monkey has to trying to crank out the Cotton Eye Joe, right? If it had been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where do you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Shut the fuck up, Larry Elder. Again, Larry Elder would be more comfortable in a room full of white people wearing MAGA baseball hats than he would at a cookout with black people, our allies, and we're all trying to bust out the electric slide. That is the sign of a fucking coon. And again, if you just read what he says, you would not know whether a racist white dude said it or a racist white dude said it. But no, it's fucking Larry Elder. And I've heard this asshole sit here and say some bullshit. And, again, and this is a fact, gang. This is not up for debate. That in school, when white kids and black kids when they cross the same line, when they break the exact same rule, right? The white kid, two days of detention, no harm, no foul, go back to school. The black kid's going to get fucking expelled. That is a statistical fact. John and Tyrone, yes, I picked the most stereotypical names I can think of off the top of my head. Go fuck yourself. It's my show. John and Tyrone could do the exact same Trans rules transgression. One of them is getting expelled. Guess which one it is? Seriously. You know what Larry Elder said to that? His monkey ass was talking about, well, what did Tyrone do? Why was Tyrone breaking the rules? Hey, fuck face Larry. You, you are missing the point. We have already acknowledged that Tyrone broke the rules. But the topic of conversation is, why didn't John get the exact same harsh and severe punishment? That's the topic, right? It, it's legit. And I, I've already done a show 
Again, I told you, I cannot stand. I cannot stand. I cannot stand this new hairstyle that white boys have. This shaggy, unkept look, I cannot stand it. Maybe it's because I'm a military kid. I don't know. I, I just fight the urge every day I see it to fucking hold one of these little assholes down and shave his fucking head. And right now, some assholes like, oh, Robert, that's racist. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. But again, I've done stories, gang, on fucking black kids with dreadlocks being expelled from school, being put in detention, not being able to uh, compete in extracurricular activities because of their hair. Okay, where do you draw the line? The black kid's hair gets them kicked out of school. But when the white boy does it, apparently it's a nationwide fucking phenomenon. By my standards, that's some... Un- Yo, got Bubba Watson. Did I say, is it Bubba Watson, the golfer? Look him up. It's that. I fucking hate that. Oh, you know who's... He, he's cut it now. Go look at early pictures of Tucker McNeil, Mac Swanson, Mac Rib, Mac Klansman, Mac Alt-Right, Mac Fuck You, Mac Fuck Me, Mac Fuck His Daughter, who got put in the subject of Montana, man. Oh, what about his daughter? Fuck his daughter. What about everyone else's daughter who has fucking died of corona, Tucker Carlson? Man, that was a long one. That was actually kind of impressive, gang. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Troop, let's go. Where the fuck was I? My arm talk- Oh, the hairstyle. The black kid wears a hairstyle. He gets suspended. White boy wears a hairstyle. It's literally now a fucking fashion statement. And Larry Elder's monkey ass would have said something along the lines of, well, why doesn't the nigger, uh, I mean, African-American just cut his hair. I mean, if you just follow the rule. Larry Elder, you are making everyone else's job fucking impossible to do. And one more in this fucking coon before I sign off. <clears throat> I got a long afternoon of drinking game. I got to focus. And I'm going to watch that Netflix series called Kate. Have you seen it? I have it, but it looks fucking good. And I want to be able to focus on it. But, oh, oh, Larry Elder. Okay. So one more in this fuck face. He was sitting there with the coontress, Candace Owens. And gang, the topic of reparations will never go away. Right now, it's not really a hill I'm willing to die on. Hey, if someone wants to cut me a check, Uncle Bobby's going to fucking cash it. But, yo, I think it's worth the discussion, though, right? But I'm not going to die on this hill. Larry Elder made the argument that, look, if we're going to go down this road and what he said was factual, when slavery ended, you'll never guess what. White people got reparations. They did. Their property, you know, niggers. They, they couldn't, they, they were set free. So what are the poor white people going to do? Never, and I've been asked that question. And you know what? My answer will never change. I don't give a shit. It's not my job today to keep your fucking lights on, right? Sling some rocks, sell some ass. I don't care. Just don't own another person. Everything else is on you, fuckface. But white slave owners were literally fucking compensated. Because they lost their means of income. And Larry Elder's like, look, if you just really want to go down this road, right? I mean, what about the white people? I mean, 
This is a black dude, gang. He's older than I am. Are you fucking serious? What about the white people? Uh, fuck them. What about them? I told y'all, my mother grew up literally on Tebow Plantation. Uh, sugar cane. In uh, New Rose, Louisiana. What kind of assholes... Again, my parents, uh, my my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, they worked like dogs for the Tebos. Made them some money. What kind of piece of shit if, if one of the Tebow grandchildren found me, looked at how I was living, like, oh, this is a place that's a fucking dump. Why don't you just work harder? I did. Hey, fuckface, no, you didn't. My family built your fucking fortune, you insensitive fuck. I hope you get hit by a car for saying that out loud to me, right? And Larry Elder would literally be the person who fought to make sure that the Tebow got more money. Again, coons make all of our lives more fucking difficult. I cannot thank my white allies enough, all my allies, my Asian allies, my Mexican allies, all of you motherfuckers. Again, I can't go anywhere unless you guys take a step with me. And you know what? I'm going to take a step for your causes too. But it's the coons that make all of our jobs just a little bit fucking harder. All right, gang, this one's a confusing one. Uncle Bobby trying to remember what his very first topic was. Because I'm about to fucking close out. So let me think about this for a minute. I think it was about Corona. No, no, I remember. All right. Uncle Bobby has given you a whole bunch of motherfucking problems. So now Uncle Bobby is going to give you a whole bunch of motherfucking solutions. First one up, Nicki Minaj. Shut the fuck up. Seriously, shut the fuck up, Nicki. Again, I hit your ass up on yesterday's episode. And now I had to sting your monkey ass again because Fox News took your back again. I'm going to keep saying it, gang, because it's important. We aren't going to get past Corona. We're, we're just not going to do it. Not unless enough of us start playing the same game. Again, she may have been joking. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. She may have been joking. She may have just been kind of telling a half truth. Is my voice just cracked? But it doesn't matter. Because someone's going to hang on to that. Right? You're, someone's friend of a friend of a first cousin of a next door neighbor, you know, couldn't get his dick hard because if he took of the fucking vaccine. Now we got one more fuck face who's sitting there thinking, well, I don't want my dick not to get hard. I'm not taking the vaccine. Because of the internet, every opinion is valid. People like Nikki, you got to weigh your words more. Look, if I had half the celebrity on the internet as Nikki Minaj, I would have to start weighing these things a little bit more carefully. I wouldn't change much. But if I'm reaching 300 million people versus 70, yeah, I, I got to weigh shit out a little bit differently. Nikki, you got a bigger responsibility, girl. You got your ass taken off of Twitter for a reason. You were spreading misinformation. And no, I don't feel sorry for you at fucking all.
Next one up, Confederate statues. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're right. You can't change history. But we sure the fuck are sugarcoating it, aren't we? What, what's so wrong, Robert, about a white dude on a horse? On its face, nothing. But if you really want to talk about the history, if you really want to talk about the past, take down the Robert E. Lees, the Jefferson Davis, the Stephen Hoggs, all that bullshit. Start putting those images up, right? Go ride by that shit every single day of an African slave who was lynched, raped, shackled to a fucking tree like a stray dog with rabies. If you really want to start talking about the past and how we can't change it, start putting those statues up. Because until we honestly face the past, past, we will never truly, quote unquote, get over it. Again, I love it. And this ties to the last topic. But again, I love it how the white, it's so racist white people to get to say it's over. Again, you don't get to make that golf fuck face. Like, I don't get to talk about, tell a woman, racial cramps, walk it off. Right? Have some chocolate. Here's some idol. Quit your fucking complaining. I don't have her experience. So when she tells me it's uncomfortable, the absolute minimum I could say and still be respectful is I believe you. To my white family, you don't want you haven't walked in my footsteps. And I don't care what Fox News has to say. I don't care what the coons have to say. You should listen more than what you should talk. Lastly, but not leastly, the fucking coons. Shut the fuck up. Again, gang, I could do another nine episodes. Jesse Lee Peterson, Candace Owens, the Hodge twins, Charles Barkley. I, there, there's so many. Did I say Stacy Dash? Omarosa. These are the ones that make our lives difficult. How can we go forward in a bigger stride? When we've got people who look just like me backing the racist white people. I mean, seriously, Larry Elder legitimately said, well, if the black kid just wouldn't fuck face again. Yes, I I know you're perfect, Larry. I know Mazda comes down and pats you on your head and says, you know what? You're one of the good ones. But you know what? People are going to make mistakes, Larry. They're going to make you're killing your father, Larry. Name that movie. People are going to mis- make mistakes, Larry. Tyrone's going across the line, Larry, as is John. You need to start asking yourself, fuckface, why does John get a slap on the wrist and Tyrone is thrown underneath a jail? We're not going to make the strides we need to, gang, until we can either talk louder than the coons or silence the coons. No, I didn't. This is not a call for violence. Go fuck yourself. We have to find a way to get our message across, knowing in advance the coons are going to make our job 5,000 times harder. Gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go. And Truth.